Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Um, today is Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and um, it's 11.30 a.m. on a, looks like a pretty nice morning here in beautiful Central Florida. You know, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I'm very, very delighted with the weather in Florida. I didn't even know weather could be this nice. And I'm from San Diego originally. And so just for the record, if you are somebody who's out there who thinks that Florida is nothing but sticky, gross, mosquito-filled weather, you're absolutely wrong. So um, that's enough about you are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show. To share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time yeah. to Um And so I, anyways, I, and now tonight I'm gonna not give you some information. Yay! A doctor, um, which I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay. I guess we'll see what happens, right? About and now. Today I want to um, talk about, uh, well, very briefly, and I know you're probably bored with this because I am too, but I'm just going to make a very, very, very brief comment about my restless leg syndrome because if you're out, I, I know I'm getting a lot of listeners and I've been talking about restless legs nonstop for like a week and a half. So um, if you're out there, last night was a, basically a repeat of the night before. So I have gotten to a level that is manageable it's there was a flare-up like a week ago but since then I'm back to like where I was mm, I think that the not eating sugar is helping I hate to say it I hate to be admitting that but I really do think that the not eating sugar is helping so um with that said I did sleep very deeply oh I also think that the l3 and 8 um, I was not sure if it was making matters worse or better, but I think to take only L3 and 8, like before bed, like, okay, like around 10 o'clock, take like a multi-dose of magnesium, and then like at 11 o'clock, L3 and 8. And if you're still not, if you're still twitching at 2 a.m., take another L3 and 8, but don't take the full dose. Like just at, like I got a kind that like it takes four pills to make one dose, and so I'm taking it in fourth of a dose at a time until I get to the level that I need. Okay. And so that's how I would do it for now. And I'll keep you posted. But I'm not spending a whole segment on restless legs today because there's no need for that. Okay. So what I'm going to talk about instead is, is I'm going to tell you a little story about a thing that happened to me last night. So I go to a dance class every week and um, there's a lady whose daughter is in the class with me and she takes another class at the same school there. And um, so the mom, she sits in this corner with her laptop and she just kind of every now and again looks up and I see her there and once in a while she'll make a comment or two, but she doesn't really add too much, you know, commentary and she hears me and Peter talking and she hears me talking to other people and yesterday 
she showed her phone to Peter. Peter's the dance instructor there. And he goes, oh, show that to Dave. He'll love it. And she showed me her phone. And there was an article about something about everybody who takes the vaccine within a couple of years will be dead. And I was like, oh, my God, another one. Because all this time she has sat there listening to me talk about the vaccines and listening to me talk about COVID and listening to me talk about, you know, God with Peter and like how I got to Florida and all this stuff. And I never knew. And she came up and she, I, she's like, she's like, oh, you know about this? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah. And so then we started talking and she started to tell me, you know, well, you know what these vaccines do, don't you? And I'm like, well, yeah. And she started explaining how they eat away at your immune system and this and that. And she did her own research. Okay. And so what I am, what I'm, what I'm excited about is that the, you know, it's one by one and it's frustrating. You know, I have been away. I've been listening to the like Alex Joneses of the world since like 20, 11 no even before that like 20 like 2000 and around 2004 somewhere in there i started right around when the towers came down about a year later uh i started list i started finding out okay what happened was i the towers came down and i got disgusted and um i was living in palm springs at the time and i i was having a very bad time there and i uh, I went back to San Francisco because I knew how to be in San Francisco. But uh, I, I was frustrated there too because it was past my time to leave there. See, I have a strong belief that when it's time to leave, you got to leave. And I had left, but it didn't work out where I went. So I went back and I had another whole period in San Francisco. But um, anyway, the the situation was that I had gotten a temporary job and one of the people at the job turned me on to a website and I started listening and I started finding out about Deep State and about the Bilderberger Group and about all the things, Blackstone and, and Hillary Clinton. And that was way back in, in uh, well, it was way back there. And I had worked very briefly at a lobby a lobby group and that opened my eyes a lot to the corruption within businesses and it also opened my eyes to the fact that a lot of people don't really want freedom and a lot of people that say they're liberal they don't really they don't they're not really liberal in the traditional sense of the word and so like to me liberal means free leave me alone you know like just be free be liberal like liberal is like to you know live and let live but it's not that. It's a, it's a code name for fascism and communism. So they, the communists have, what they do is they, they infiltrate and they change the names of things. And so what used to be, you know, liberal, and the people are proud to say, I'm a liberal. But what's happened is communism has taken over liberals and brainwashed them. And now they think that bad is good and good is bad and, you know, like, really, the most liberal situation ever put into the world was the Constitution of the United States. Is the most liberal um, document 
the most liberal ideology uh, as far as traditional liberalism to ever be put into the world. You know what I mean? Because it's based on people making their own decisions. It was revolutionary at the time. In fact, it caused a revolution. And that revolution, we talk about the American Revolution, but at the same time, we had the French Revolution and we had you know, revolutions going on all over the world. And so, um, you know, selfishly as Americans, we really only think about the American perspective of it, but it was also a revolution in Britain when you come to think of it, you know. And so um, that was a little bit of a digression from my main topic. So this lady was telling me all about these vaccines. And I was like, you know, here's the thing. For people like me that have been, here's what happened when I first got awake, when I first got shown the reality of the world, which was way back in the early 2000s, uh, which now it's 2022. So we're talking like 18 years ago. And I started to try to tell people I started to try to tell people what was going on and I tried to like, you know, insert into a conversation truth and I got bashed over the head and bullied every single time. And it was, you know, for a person who's sensitive like me, it was really difficult. And I, you know, I tried for years and I even I even moved away and went to Italy and I taught English in Italy and in my English classes I would try to sometimes insert, you know, cuz it was conversational English. And so I would sometimes insert, you know, via questioning, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And I would, you know, what, what if this was the way it was? And people, you know, because they actually like socialism in Italy. And so it was great because you could have a question and answer and you could learn. The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to The Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. And, um, and in the course of teaching English to Italians, I actually learned so much about geopolitical things and about uh, business and insider trading and Oh boy, and, and I worked for people that worked for drug companies and I learned about how they deal within their companies and all kinds of stuff because my job was to teach people at high level, uh, high level um, businesses how to speak proper English. And I worked with people that were like really, I worked with people in the military there and uh, I worked with people that were at the top of banking and people in the computer industry, in the Bureau of Statistics, government people, and uh, and I taught them English. And uh, so anyway, and I, through the teaching of English, we would have conversation. And uh, and in a conversation, I would ask questions, and I would, then they would ask me questions, and I would tell them what I thought. And we never had hot, heated, horrible debates. We just had conversation. But you learn a lot that way. You know when you're when, you're, when your basis your basis is to teach English and you're not about like trying to hammer somebody over the head with a thought process. You could actually learn a lot about their thought process, and you can actually they will be open to your thought process because of the context of the situation. But I tried, you know, over and over again to tell my family members and friends and things, and I lost a lot of friends. And to be honest with you, I'm 
over time, I've become disgusted with my family members. And it's not because that their politics are different than mine. It's that they can't, it's impossible for them to see the truth. But it's not only that, when I try to, to have my way of thinking, I get bashed over the head and shut up and, and pushed aside and treated in like second class manner. And that's been going on for a long time. And uh, so last night, it, it was such a delight for me when a total, not total stranger, but like, you know, background person entered into the fold of people that are, you know, on the same page as me. And I'm not saying everyone has to agree with me to be in my world, but I am so tired. I'm 57 years old and I've been alone in my I've been the person who's been walking against the tide my whole life, my whole life, you know, and I've been bullied and I've been stabbed in the back and I've been taken advantage of and I've all these things and I'm not a victim, don't get me wrong, but I have been treated in a way and I've allowed it, I guess, because I guess I didn't really realize. I thought that, well, people were like all sort of equal, but um, it turns out that in the quote-unquote liberal side of pol of political thought processes, it's not liberal. It's 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 closing tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter under the name of liberal. And the real liberal people are the people that are basically believe in the Constitution and believe in the Bible, because that's where you get all of your freedom. You know what I mean? And it's the most I mean, the Bible is the most freeing information that's ever been imparted to human beings. And then the Constitution of the United States is the most like tangible solidification of like things put into like this is the structure of how it's going to be to protect that that liberty. And uh, And people have just completely forgotten about it. And it was last night that I, I've been very frustrated. I've been almost depressed for a long time because I feel like I've been banging my head into a wall. And how do we, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck living, because of other people's stupidity and lack of ability to open their mind, I have to suffer in their, you know, paradigm. And, and I feel really betrayed by that, especially by people that I really thought were like, I, I would think that, well, I was just disappointed by people in my life. Let's put it that way. I don't want to be a whiner. You know what I mean? I just want to, like, put it out there. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show on Podbean. So last night, this lady, she started talking about the vaccines, and I was very excited. And what needs to be said about it, and this is why I'm glad people are waking up. Because the truth about the vaccine, okay, this is the, I'm going to lay it out for you. And now what's happened is the United States government has basically declared war on people that disagree with with the, the narrative. So anybody like me who wants to know the truth, I'm basically, you know, according to the United States government, I'm the enemy. So, um, and I'm not. Okay, I am believe me, I'm not I'm the most like I love America. But anyway, and and the republic for which it stands. 
not really the government. I've always hated government. In fact, the whole point of America is to not trust the government. That's the whole point. The whole point of how America came into existence was because people didn't like their government getting involved in their lives. You know, that's it. That's it, bottom line. So they laid out a constitution and then they said the government is here to protect this constitution, which the constitution lays out the rights. Okay? And then it lays out like exactly how to like have those rights. And I don't think it's that difficult to figure out. But since America was formed, it's always been hated just for that reason. And you know, the people that are hated are the ones that are really generally like we're supposed to be hated. But okay, so the bottom line is don't trust the government. But here's what I really want to talk about is here's how it's been laid out. There are very sick, demonic people. Evil is evil. And whether you believe in evil or not, it doesn't erase the existence of it. Okay, like I know people that say, oh, well, evil, it's just, you know, it's a construct. It's a blah, 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 blah. It's a good pay. You know, it's, you know evil, is, it's, it can be trained out. No. no. Just because you don't believe in good or evil doesn't mean that good or evil are not there. Just because you don't believe in God because you're an atheist doesn't mean God isn't there. You know what I mean? It's your problem if you don't believe. But that does not erase the existence of God. Okay? Just because you don't believe in heaven and hell, it doesn't mean that heaven and hell isn't there. Okay? It's not based on your belief. There's a reality, and then you can... Here's the way it works. There is a reality. There is one and only, one only real reality. That's how it is. And you, or me, or anyone, can choose to buy into reality or not. And so you can agree that reality is what it is, or you can make up your own reality and live in a world that isn't real, but you are going to be creating your own psychosis when you do that. Okay? And so... And the more that you don't want to buy into reality, the more that you're living in some form of denial, the more that you're susceptible to being manipulated and to drug addiction and to other things. So the best way out of any of that C-R-A-P-O-L-A is to live in reality. And there's only one real reality, okay? It's up to you to, to see it or not see it. And I can't tell you how to do that, but I can tell you what I did was I, I did a meditation that was basically called Lifting the Veil. And it was I saw it in a book that was by Sanaya Rahman called The Seed of the Soul. And it, was a, it had a warning, do not do this exercise if you're not prepared to see the truth. And I thought I was prepared to see the truth. And I did the exercise. It's a meditation in which you lift veils from in front of your face. And, um, and uh, then reality kicked in. And uh, I didn't like what I saw because what I see is a lot of phony. And I have never been convinced ever since. And so when COVID came around, I was the person who was like, what, what is everybody so panicked about? What is your problem? What, why are you so afraid of catching a cold? Like the statistics are so like in your favor. Like I can't imagine the level of panic that you are ex displaying in front of me. And what I found out is nobody nobody wanted to actually believe the truth ever in my whole world. And part of it was that I was in California where there's a huge amount of mind control that goes on. 
And part of it was that I guess I just didn't really recognize the type of people that I was hanging around with were phonies. I'm Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. Or maybe I didn't recognize how like embedded in reality I actually am, or at least how much I want to be. And so there was a big reveal there. And what I learned is that the COVID-19 is it's a fake. You know, it's a fake. It's made up out of statistics. It's made up out of thin air. And the real plot of the COVID-19 is to scare people. Because when you're scared, you can be controlled. And when you can be controlled, you, look, look at Australia. You know, like, look what's happening. Once, once you're scared, then the government says, well, I'll take care of you. And once somebody says, I'll take care of you, then you got to look out. Okay, what, what did we learn from World War II? I heard this the other day. What is the number one lesson? Do not get on the train unless you know exactly where it's going and what is going to happen when you get there. Do not get on the train. Okay, so somebody's telling, so here's how they did it in Germany. They made the conditions so bad for the quote-unquote undesirable communities, Jewish communities, gay communities, gypsies, uh, black people, anybody not German, okay? They made it so hard for them to live in their communities that when the, when the Nazis came and said, well, we have a place we can take you and we'll make it safe for you, that the people were begging to go. Okay, oh, please take us out of here. Oh, we've built a beautiful camp. And we have jobs for you there. And you'll get paid. And you'll have good food. And nobody will bother you. And they put them on the train. And that train went to nowhere. And they got immediately exterminated when they got there. And, uh, and horribly abused. And how did they do it? They made the conditions so fearful that the people around, okay, so you got you to gotta declare an enemy and then make everybody afraid of that enemy. And so this is what they're doing. Our government is doing against us. Group by group, little by little, dividing by dividing, they are separating, separate and divide, divide and conquer. Okay, so the COVID was the first, one of the first, well, the first wave was 9-11. And the first wave of control was the rollout of those damn, airport scanners and the TSA. I have, I want to tell you right now, I saw through their CRA Piola the day that they had a naked body scanner available in the airport 10 days after the towers went down. I knew immediately this technology was already there and they needed a reason to put it in the airport because it, there's no way they invented that thing in 10 days and had hundreds of them ready for the airports within a month. There's no possible way. So somebody invested money into that surveillance uh, equipment, and in order to get their money back, they needed to sell them to the federal government, and in order for the government to justify the expense and the reason to surveil you, they had to create an incident so heinous that all the Americans would agree. Okay, that's the plot of 9-11. So the Patriot Act got passed and it was the first of what they call an omnibus bill where instead of passing legislation piece by piece, whereas we're going to 
you know, we, we need to, they, they used to be a bill. Well, okay, we need a stop sign at the corner of Main and Fifth. And so they would write a bill, then the bill would go, and then they, then they oh, well, we would actually like a, a electric stoplight. And then they'd have to do a new bill. You know what I mean? Or that now that we've done a bill for the that, then we want to put a crosswalk on the next block. So then they do another bill. So now what they do are they do these gigantic bills that include everything all at once, and then that's the legislation for the whole year. And it's ridiculous because you get five thousand pages of legislation that nobody can read all at once, and you have ten days to pass it, and then they're done working for the whole year except for arguing with each other. And so that's the way it's devolved into. And that began after 9-11. And now what we have is the COVID-19. And the COVID-19 is a fake. It's a, it's a plot. And what they want, the real thing is the vaccine. Okay, now I could talk forever. I want you to go on the Podbean to the Stu Peters show. Hi, I'm Dave Fremland, host of the Dave Fremland show on Podbean. Now... You can listen to me on Spotify also, but please support my podcast by clicking the follow button on the Podbean or Spotify app. Thank you for listening and have a nice day. And listen to his yesterday show, the last, it's either the last segment or the second to the last segment, but it's at the second half of the show. He has a guy on there that lays out seven distinct felonies that were committed by government officials, drug companies, um, some other uh, medical people, and and some television and press uh, involvement. And they lay out seven distinct felonies, including acts of omission, um, all kinds of stuff. And so what you should do is go to the Stu Peters show um, the last like 10 minutes of his podcast. I don't mean to like my podcast tell you to go to somebody else's podcast, but I, I can't remember all the information. But there were seven distinct felonies. But the main thing was to get people to take the vaccine. And the vaccine is deadly poison. The new variants are all coming from the vaccines. I could talk for an hour if I I might later today do another podcast to like I might actually like lay out the actual timeline of the whole thing because the vaccine is really the plot it's a depopulation effort and you could go back and you can hear Bill like you're going to take a vaccine that's made produced and directed by Bill Gates who has come from a long line of eugenics families who's admitted that they want to depopulate the globe through vaccines and they're the main person behind the vaccine. You know, follow the money. If you, fo- I always learned the rule, follow the money. You know, qui, qui bono, I think it's called, who benefits. And um, I think what you'll find is a, you'll find seven distinct felonies. And you will find that the stupidest thing that you can do right now is get a vaccine or give your child a vaccine or give a family member a vaccine. You know, I've lost my whole family over the vaccine. Not lost. I mean, they're alive. But to me, they're not because, you know, we had a disagreement about a vaccine. And it's such a big disagreement that I can't look at them anymore. 
And it's not that I can't look at them because they took a vaccine. It's I can't look at them because of their, their, the way that they interact with the world is so not how they present themselves to actually be. The, the dichotomy of how they talk and who they really are is so difficult for me to process that I can't really look at them anymore. So here I am all alone. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. I'm not on a pity pod. I'm actually quite happy. You know, um, I'm actually really feel good about what's happening. It's difficult. You know, the good things that happen in life are never easy. And so, um, you know, it's good to, it's good to keep that in mind. You know, if you're doing the right thing for yourself, check the level of difficulty that you're going through. You know, if it's really easy, I'm guessing that you, you, uh, for me, I don't mind. I don't mind if I have easy, but I don't feel like I'm really growing in those periods. And I don't think that having difficulty necessarily means being not happy. You know, sometimes to be happy, you have to go through the difficulty of like doing what is needed to be done in order to be happy. And I have determined that me being involved very seriously with my family it doesn't make me happy and it doesn't make them happy. And this, when I try to be independent and I try to live away from my family and have minimal contact with my family, but still have love and respect for them, or at least love, you know, on a base level, um, I find that it works well for me. But it's difficult. You know, it's difficult being alone. And uh, it's holidays tomorrow. I might go to Miami. Anyways, I, I think I'm going to, you know, I'm starting to babble on and on now about irrelevant stuff. But um, I hope that you enjoy your holiday. Okay, the real Thanksgiving about really being thankful because the real pilgrims really did have dinner with the Wampanoag Indians because they really did help each other through the winter. And the genocide that happened was, I think, mostly on the part of the Indians hurting themselves. And, you know, like... I don't believe that they knew enough about smallpox to plan to give it blankets to poison people. And if you really read the documents that precede the Constitution, you will see that the King of England was messing with the Indians and causing them to attack the villages. And what they really wanted was peace. And so I think you need to, like, if you have a problem with Thanksgiving, you need to look at that. So anyways, uh, that's, you know, for tomorrow's podcast probably. And... Um, I hope that you have a good day and thank you for listening. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>